listening to Real Estate News Radio with Rowena Patton. Let's join the broadcast already in progress. Good morning. This is Rowena Patton. Welcome to the Real Estate News Radio Show. And we're so excited today because Tyler's in the house. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? (laughs) It's going to be one of those days. And as well, we have a guest, Neil Sir, who is calling in to talk to us about Airbnb. So many people are interested in purchasing a home for Airbnb purposes or VRBO purposes, and Neil is an expert. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing today? I'm very good. Good, good morning to you, Rowena. So nice to hear from you. Where are you calling in from? I am currently in Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona, and thank you so much for calling in because obviously you're an hour early an hour or two hours two hours earlier so thank you for joining you're at 10 yeah yeah thank you for joining us on your on your saturday morning what's the weather like in scottsdale this morning well it's currently 91 i think we're gonna hit maybe 110 115 today so it's warm Ooh, dry though right not too humid Right. I so love you can Scottsdale. Be out at the pool and enjoy yourself. Oh, so nice. And most homes there have pools, correct? Correct. Because you need them. And they're actually warm enough. So I lived in Miami for six years, and um, I am uh, I must have Miami blood or something, because I wouldn't get in the pool apart from about four months of the year when it was warm enough. But you are lucky enough to have a pool warm enough that I would actually get into. So I might be seeing you down there soon, Neil. It's a great idea. (laughs) So tell us what you know about Airbnb, short-term rentals, that whole market, and what's happened to it in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a fascinating space. Uh, My company, we work in this space. Our company is called Quibble, and we're focused on the pricing and revenue management side. So we help property managers set prices for their property so they can, you know, make the most money because there's a lot of potential to get your pricing right, get your pricing wrong. Um, so that's the focus of, of myself and what we do. So the space itself, I think if you just look in the last couple of years, it's, it's a big story of, of the pandemic and how it affected um, the space. I think a few interesting trends came out of it. Um, you know, the first, everything locks down and, you know, you see how Airbnb reacts and, and what are we going to do here? And it was, you know, largely a shutdown. But then as things started to open up, you saw kind of a trend in travel that was different than, than what had been happening in terms of you see a lot of growth in, in mountain towns and small towns where you see, you know, big cities had uh, a lot less uh, travel to them. So I think s- small cities, destination resorts, mid-sized cities, you saw actually um, some growth there. But when you're looking in, you know, suburban areas and and the the biggest cities in the U.S., for the rental space, the short-term rentals, uh, you know, inventory starts coming off the market because uh, the, the way the pandemic affected travel. So you see a lot of people more willing to travel to destinations that are outside of cities. Cities were less locked down. So you kind of have that trend going on, which is still the case. You know, there's still recovery happening um, for these big cities, uh, which drove a lot of what would be kind of trial, where a lot of consumers that maybe would normally go to a hotel 
started to try out an Airbnb. So you had a lot of first-time users mm. um, into the Airbnb space. Um, and you obviously have Airbnb go public, which you, you think is a, is a fascinating time for them. Um, so it's interesting. You see also kind of the work-from-home concept or you know aspect of the pandemic had a big impact on where people travel uh so you know you can go out if you're from a big city you can go outside the big city and you know experience these smaller towns that you know possibly aren't weren't your first choice in a destination because they're just not as popular they became much more popular the length of stay that we're that you're seeing you know generally you more commonly see a weekend trip um, these were turning into longer week-long trips because people have this freedom to work remote. There's a lot of interesting trends, yeah, mm. of where the inventory is. And now it's starting the recovery. So, the you know, these bigger cities are still down um, in terms of a year over year, year over two years. But the recovery is starting to happen. And obviously, it's the, the pandemic story is, is such as well. It's it's so interesting because what I I had an Airbnb myself in in my basement in Black Mountain up until about two years ago, and what I realized from it I'd never done it before. What I realized from it is that you get repeat visitors. So all those people that you're talking about that maybe would have stayed in a hotel before were in Asheville, North Carolina, of course, with very popular destination for Airbnb. But not only that, we also got this second wave of the pandemic levers from the big city that you were talking about so we got both you know we've always been very popular and when people started moving out of the big cities or at least taking vacations out of the big cities that they they came to Asheville so we're doubling up and doubling down on that we have a lot of people buying homes here to Airbnb and I think I'm interested in what you said about the people that were trying out Airbnb for the first time because once you try it there's really no going back if you have a good experience Experience, correct exactly and you know as a as an owner operator of an airbnb or you know who we talk to is a lot of it is driven the repeat business and reviews like if you can give someone a good experience um you're exactly right where this might be their form of travel that they might experience when they take an international trip or you know anything once you're kind of comfortable with this type of the booking experience, the check-in, check-out, the you know customer service, and all of that, um, you know, it can it can bring people that weren't yet comfortable in that space uh, into it. So you know, as you think, I know you focus so much on real estate. If this is something you want to invest in, um, you know, depending on where you're at in the country, where you're thinking about buying, like mountain areas were you know one of the areas that had a lot of. Um, experience growth in even mm-hmm. through the pandemic. So, you know, it's kind of an area that would have strong demand. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, from a revenue perspective, having a, a property, you know, that you short-term lease, like I think there's two major reasons why this might be something you consider for, uh, you know, thinking of an investment. You know, first, you can generally generate more revenue than you could if you just straight out rent it yes. because the night the, the nightly return you're going to get is it, just higher um but a lot of owners they also own it because 
they want to use it. So if you're just a single property owner and you, you want to rent it out, um, you can for, say, 11 months out of the year. And as you said, say you want a place in Arizona for uh, some pool, pool weekends or whatever it is, you can use it yourself. Neil, I thought I was coming to your house. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was just saying, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, so Tyler, you work with a lot of buyers and a lot of sellers. How many of your buyers right now do you think are looking to purchase a home? They're coming in from another state generally, or they're local, and they're looking to purchase a home where they're interested at least in Airbnb or v- VRBO short-term rentals. Uh, I'd say like a high percentage of them actually acknowledge it. I don't think a lot of them actually have the intention of pursuing it. Mm-hmm. So I think naturally for a lot of people, it's a pivot. So if they're looking for a primary home that they're going to occupy, um, you know, they bring it up just in case they don't plan or intend on living in Nashville long term. So they say, hey, you know, I'm going to move here now, but do I have the possibility to where I can short term rent this? Or there's a small percentage that are exclusively looking for yeah. um, short-term rental space. And that's probably like 10 20%. Yeah, that's pretty high, though, considering what it used to be. And we, we, ha- we also are seeing, uh, you mentioned the pandemic, Neil. So I think we're also seeing people who are close to retiring that would like to retire in Asheville. And I don't know how much you know about Asheville. We have a great climate. We're deep south. We're in the mountains. So you get those cooler breezes in the summer. You know, we're, we're not, if you go into the flatlands just half an hour away, it's 10, 15, 20 degrees warmer. So people come here for the climate in the summer and we don't have bad winters. We've got a lot of people coming back from Florida who started out in the north who want to see four seasons, but they don't want those bad winters. You know, we get a couple of days of snow if we're lucky so the climate's very good here the people are, 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 are different here um well different and friendly and generally yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and mountain spirit and all that and it's still got that small town feel although we are growing so we've seen a lot of that coming in there's a lot of people thinking about retiring here who are still active adults as we call them you know in their 50s and early 60s maybe that aren't are going to retire in a couple of years, but they've been coming up here for years, and now they want to buy that home they're going to retire in, they're buying it early because of the ability to do Airbnb or VRBO. And I think Tyler's exactly right. It's the ability to do it rather than actually doing it, maybe. So we're, I think we're seeing a big growth there, too, where people are buying now so that you know they've, they've got their house settled when they do actually retire and they get a chance to try out the house and try out the area. Um, of course, we have the love it, leave it guarantee. So if they don't like the house they're in or they don't like the area, we give them a discount for 10 years and actually sell it sit free for six months. We're doing that for a couple right now, actually. So, um, you know, it, it makes it easier to actually get in and lock it down. What would you say to people, Neil, who are thinking about doing Airbnb or VRBO? You mentioned you work with uh, property management to make sure that the prices are set high enough and that the most value is being reaped from that property. So what kind of things allows you to get the pricing right? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, so I guess if you're considering this, um, first I would take into consideration, you know, where you are, where you want your property to be. And if you want, you know, kind of how you're providing some value there with very low risk. Um, what we do before we bring a property on is try and give 
the the homeowner or the property manager some realistic expectation of what that property can generate. And we look at our own historical data that we have in our database. We look at how the other properties in the neighborhood are performing and pricing. Um, so it's a good place to start, just get a you know professional opinion on what's possible here. Hmm. And, you know, given what it's going to cost you and, you know, what would your investment look like? Um, so that's a start. And we do that service for free just to, you know, hopefully bring on the right clients and make sure expectations are properly set. When you think of the industry in the U.S., both Airbnb and VRBO uh, have said, you know, one of their biggest challenges or that challenges they see for the future is, is inventory growth. So they're, you know, concerned that they're not going to have enough, or this is one of the things uh, that they would say is key to the future is, as you said, getting more inventory or more people interested in, in short-term renting their space. So this is something that came out in both the most recent Airbnb financial statements and VRBO has made the statement as well. So before you do it, I would you know, think about where you are, get, a, get an estimate, let us help um, if we can give you some numbers as to what you think you can generate. Um, but I would also you know, caution as, as you would think, well, what's the ultimate pricing here? If inventory continues just to grow at an you know, incredible pace, it's going to have a downward pressure on pricing. Yes, just uh, supply and demand, right? Basic old supply and demand. Very, and Neil's, Neil's meaning that as more houses come on the market, the prices will go down. Exactly. So if you're going to rent your place and you think you can rent for $200 a night, if you know 10 of the neighbors put their house on uh, short-term rental on Airbnb, uh that expectation might be caused to drop. So in Airbnb and VRBO's, you know, business model, that works for them because they're just taking a percentage of, of all the revenue that generated yes. generates from those properties. Now you have to make sure it works for you um, and make sure those numbers are right because growth can be good in the industry, but as an individual owner, uh, you know, it could dampen your, your revenue potential. But you know, there's still uh, this pent-up demand. So I think right now, demand is higher than supply. Mm -hmm. So it's not a huge concern that I would have right now. It's just something you would evaluate in kind of your market analysis. Mm -hmm. um, what does it cost to use Quibble, Neil? So you, you do a free analysis for them, and, and the next step is what? And how much does it cost an owner? Great question. So the first month we do is as a trial month, and we generally would do that for free. Um, so try and, you know, make, again, give the user confidence because we're taking a big uh, role in their property management mm -hmm. or, you know, completely controlling pricing. Um, so first month is free. Then after that, it's $69 a month okay. per property. If you have less than 50 properties, if you're more than 50 properties, we have more of an enterprise level pricing uh, for some of the bigger property managers, and that's closer to 59 or $49. So there's a discount based on how many you have. But for 69 bucks a month, we will uh, provide all the software needed. We'll do all the property forecasting and dynamically price your property. So there'll be, you know, your pricing will be updating, uh, you know, daily 
to try and match supply and demand. Cool. And do you physically go into their account and change it for them, or do you give them the price and they have to go and do it? No, we go into their account. We connect to you know whatever software they're using. So if they use a property management system, if they're just direct to Airbnb, um, our software will connect to their account, extract all the data that we need, um, and we run some programs that collect data on their market, uh, and that's all included. So for very the cool. 69, it's, yeah. That's very cool, Neil, and I really didn't know that your company went to this extent, and I think it's something that a lot of people will be interested in, and I'd love to get you on every month or every couple of months to just give us an update on what's going on in the market, if that would be cool. That'd be excellent. It is, you know, it's changing that fast that, you know, uh, we probably have something different to talk about every month. Yeah, no, that'd be great. All right, Neil, thank you so much. I know you're two hours behind us, so it's earlier morning where you are in Scottsdale, and it's been lovely having you on. You've given some great information for people out there thinking about Airbnbs and VRBOs. Thank you so much. We'll see you next thank time. Thank you, Rowan. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Don't let real estate pass you by with all star Rowena Patton here at All Star Powerhouse. Sell it now. Don't wait. Call me at 828-333-4483. Don't let real estate...